0: guess so. Okay. Well, we guess
1: so. Is the station portable? Are we- Yeah. yeah. Are,
2: are we, we mobile? mobile? Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's. Oh, I guess we are. Sure.
1: We are.
0: We're not in a Parabamble studio? No. No. Where are we? In another dimension. Skinwalker Ranch? Ooh. I wish that'd we were
1: there. Good. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Do a little Utah.
0: Not so much though. But we are at a haunted place. Doing a live podcast for what? No, parabble?
1: No. Paradabble.
0: No, not parabble. What, what is it? <laughs> oh Rob, it's gonna be a long night for you, huh? Oh, yeah.
1: It's gonna be quick. Don't worry. It'll be painless.
0: <laughs> we'll we'll make it sure that it goes maybe mm-hmm. somewhat painless. Somewhat. Alright. So we're at Iron Island.
1: Yay, Iron Island, New York, huh?
0: Yeah. Good old Lovejoy.
1: Been here quite a few times. Have we, though? Mm.
0: Maybe just, what, (laughs) 50-ish?
1: That's it? That's it?
0: Yeah, it's probably been at least that many times. Although it's been a long time since we were here, but we were trying to figure it out today, and I think the first time we were here was about 10 years ago?
2: At least, probably.
0: Yeah. So, little-known story, that's actually how Rob and I met, was at a meetup at Iron Island.
1: I think this is my first meetup that I came to. Rob didn't have a group. Somewhere along the line.
0: And he was like, hey, can I hang out with you guys? And we were like, yeah.
1: Probably at this very exact table. Then we adopted him. Mm
3: -hmm. Iron Island's the first
0: time that I met you two. Oh my goodness. See? Iron Island brings people together. Mm
1: -hmm. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Or breaks you up. You never know.
0: Oh, that too. I mean, you know.
1: All right. So we're going to have a special show tonight.
0: Oh, are we? Yeah. What are we going to do? We're going to talk about ghosts and ghost hunting. Yep. And we're going to maybe talk to uh, some people that haven't ever ghost hunted before. (laughs) Here
1: I am. We have a nice small group with us. We have one, two, three, four, five, six people. Some... uh, Well, let me ask you something. Uh, Show of hands, because obviously I'll just tell whoever we're talking to Zimbabwe, Australia, England, whatever. How many believe in ghosts? Okay, so sick? Yeah. Yeah. We got it we got a half. It was a
0: what? He gave a half. He gave a
1: That's okay though. That's okay. Someone'll make you a believer someday if you let yourself. You wanna play with the rods.
2: <laughs> That's, uh,
0: that's kind that's of a good disturbing. point
1: to make. Which, which is a good point. <laughs> that that somebody, eventually, yeah.
0: Eventually, if you let it, it'll if happen. You let it
1: happen, it happens. Because
0: you got to be open to it, right? That's like the first thing. Because yeah. if you come into a place and you're like, Shh, nothing's gonna happen. What's what what happens then?
1: Everything happens.
2: They tell you, that you know where the light <laughs> switch is, even though you didn't know where the light switch was. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that was Maria. She got that together, right?
3: No, it was it was Rob. I
2: didn't know where it was, but then I no. said I knew where it was, and I walked in there, and I knew where it was.
3: Into the room. I turned on the light, and he's like, "Oh!" And he opens up <laughs> the mm-hmm. electrical box and figured it out.
0: So once we figured out how to turn off all the lights in the building, we could right? start broadcasting. Yes, mm-hmm. that's that was the step one. Step one to ghost hunting: turn off all the lights. Yes. Right. Scary. Set the mood. Scare everybody. Because <laughs> you can't you can't ghost hunt with lights on, right? Never. No, you can. You can. Ghosts they are they around fight. us all yeah. the time. Absolutely.
1: Spirits don't, don't go by day or night. They go by, when's my next meal?
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: wait, that's me. Yeah, that's um. you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, uh, ghost hunting and some of the myths out there are, you know, some are true, some are false. You would think that ghost hunting and spirits would only be active at night. Because you're, you, how do I want to say this? I think your perception at night is a lot better because your mind is starting to unwind from a day. Is where in the day, if you go to work or you got kids or you're running around, you kind of zone that out because most people don't walk around in the daylight like going into their office going, hmm, wonder if there's any ghost here. Not usually happening. Okay. Well,
0: we do have a ghost at our office. So. Yeah, we do. I've heard. Yeah. Oh, it's nice. The bathroom.
1: the bathroom ghost? <laughs> no.
0: By the bathroom. At Walden?
3: Yeah, yeah, they said yeah it's there's a, ghosts in her office too.
0: What's her name? I'm not telling you because I, I already know to... his, her name. <laughs> I heard. What's her name? <laughs> I don't remember,
1: but I know it's there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've heard. It's okay. It's okay. She's a good ghost. Oh, are there good and bad ghosts? Yeah. Yes. Yes. What's a bad ghost?
1: Well, a bad ghost, if you're an ass in this life, most likely you're going to be an ass in the next life.
0: Well, that yeah. sucks. That's yeah. usually what we tell people. Yeah.
1: That was just the chair creaking.
0: It's okay. Everyone's a That's little bit That's part jumpy. of the show.
1: I mean, um, no, everything's fine. No. It's
0: just just pass the holy around. water around. Yeah. You'll be okay. Well. <laughs> All right. So That's Iron Island person. is a place that is known to be very haunted. It's been on how many different shows? At least, what, two three or, or three four. of the okay. popular yeah. TV shows? So, mm-hmm. Ghost Lab's been here. Taps has been here. Um, John Zaffis has been here. Um, who else that we can think of that people would know? Oh, Chip Coffee's been here. Mm-hmm. Oh, was, was Zach's your, been
3: here? Has your bromance
0: been here? I think Zach was supposed to come, but I don't know if he ever I don't, actually I don't did. made it. Yeah, well, you would know because you're the Zach expert.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> follow him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just, just a little
1: bit <laughs> I haven't watched the show in a
0: while you yeah. missed it tonight don't lie I I, <laughs> you told me yeah, that I mean, you would be home I, watching I, you if you I weren't doing this podcast here.
1: Great. yeah well the long run the long thing joke here is if you guys watch Ghost Adventures and now we can't hear you
0: <laughs> uh-huh.
1: oh, <laughs> see good, good, good uh-huh. Ghost Adventures I've been the guy in the group that gets tagged for following one of the guys who's well over the top a little bit
0: oh my god a little bit <laughs> it's just so, bromance with zach yeah, he's a good ghost hunter oh i can't you can no let's not even debate well, it well anyway we're not gonna night. debate this okay.
1: all right so we have some newbies and that's what we're gonna do tonight here and iron island has been what 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 have what has iron island been church
0: church funeral home museum um, the building has artifacts and all different kinds of stuff from uh, military, train, fire, station, church. I mean, you name it, there's probably something in here from the community in this building. And it's
1: a very old neighborhood that we're in. Yep. In New York. And I think that adds a lot of lure to it because the older the neighborhoods, more stuff we have going on. Um, what are some of the hot spots in this, Rob? Everywhere. Right. <laughs> Rob's going to be generalized tonight. Uh no,
2: the chapel room.
1: The chapel room? Upstairs.
0: So why don't you explain a little bit about what happened in the chapel room? <laughs> when,
2: when? Which time?
0: Well, let's start with the let's start with The video? Let's the start video? with that. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so there is a video that was taken by me um, seven years ago now, maybe. But... Um, it's kind of hard to explain without being able to see it. Well, you guys will be able to see it. But it, I was standing in the far back of the room, in the chapel room. Uh, and there's like another room off of it. And I was standing in the doorway there and I was filming with my camera. And I noticed something blocking out a light in the mirror that's in the hallway there. It's still there. So you could see it. And I zoomed in on my camera just to see like, what is that that keeps blocking out that light? for some reason, and I didn't see anything at the time, but then when I blew it up, like on the TV, rather than just a little viewfinder on the camera, you see a profile, a head and shoulders, standing, it's just a complete shadow, and it just kinda is standing there and it ducks down.
0: So shadow people is a pretty common phenomenon in this building, right? I think most of us have all seen some form of shadow person in this building at one time or another.
2: Also in the basement. Yes.
0: Yeah. So when we say that, what we're talking about is usually a silhouette, right? You usually can't tell if it's male or female. It's mostly just like a body shape. So I think the easiest way to explain it is if you've ever seen Peter Pan. And you know like when Peter Pan's got a shadow Mm -hmm. and he's like trying to put a shadow back on. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like what it looks like. It's like an outline of a person. Mm -hmm. Usually they're solid, so you won't see through them. Um, but you could only see part of a shadow person, yep. so you could see torso up, you could see leg and arm, you could see half of a cat, because yeah. that's happened here. I have a question.
1: Yes. Is Peter Pan new? I don't think I saw Peter Pan.
0: You might not have. But growing up. I feel like you're probably one of those little boys that never wanted to grow up, so... Oh, Probably oh. a story that you should be familiar with.
1: Wow, she just went there. <laughs> but yeah, shadow people. Um, <laughs> shadow people are everywhere in this place. Uh, uh, my, a couple of my experiences here, um, I haven't had a whole lot. Well, no, I can't. I've had a few, but two that stick out with me. Um, we're in the, the chapel room and we're all facing, well, some of us were facing, looking out into the hallway, and you could see. A head peer around the corner from the, the doorway, the frame, and our eyes have already adjusted to the darkness so we could see the ambient light that was happening. So we saw, I believe it was one or two, and they just had their heads peering around the corner, like looking in and at us, and then they disappeared, and they came back again. Um, so that's that's really a good good thing to see. Peekers. Um, I had another thing go on here that... Well, it scared the shit out of me. Um, I had my uh, uh, EVP going, and I had my headphones in. And we came up from downstairs. And with the headphones, I could pick up everybody and what's going on. Um, and I turn around, and there was probably six or seven of us in the room. And someone said, Jeff, into my headphones. Now, I could hear. Like, if we were sitting here and I had my EVP going, with the, I could hear everybody. But someone yelled Jeff and I was sitting on the floor just chilling and it got my attention I jumped up and I asked anyone say that I'm like no so those are two of the bigger ones you know the basement I've seen uh, the standing lights that they had down there that moved up against me and Cheryl the one night and no one was near it and it hit hit us in the back so if when you go to ghost hunting I mean it's good to be skeptical but it's also good to keep an open mind when you're going there. And uh, if you have questions and you don't necessarily have to say them out loud, you can ask them in your head. If you're in a room or something, it it works the same. Your intentions are the same with your thoughts. So if you're walking around tonight and we're talking about something else and something catches your attention, just anything, whatever, if you look over at one of the um, artifacts or whatever they have in here, and you just say oh that's interesting I wonder like who knows what time period is that from you might get an answer you might not get an answer you might get an answer something might come up so if you ask a question or if you're listening it it could come up later in the conversation you could get an answer later like we could go to a different room and then boom oh my god I just why am I thinking that sometimes they can read ahead on us and they're gonna know what we're asking Yes, I'm looking at you. I know you <laughs> <laughs> we do. We there's do always have, one in the group. Right? There's always one we can have. There's fun always with.
0: one in the group that is like nothing is going to happen. I don't believe in any of this crap. And there's always one in the group that is like, oh my god, something's going to touch me. Right. And then everybody else kind of falls like in the.
1: Should we have brought in a the priest realm of that? for, uh, you know, carry him along? You know.
0: Really? Yeah, I, I
1: you, don't know. You don't know,
0: think I can handle it?
1: I didn't say you couldn't handle it. Well, I don't know. I'm still a little boy.
0: Well, no. that's, why, that's why you need the protection more so than anybody else.
3: You're a
1: little Peter Pan. I'm a little Aww. Peter Pan with no shadows. Jeff's our
0: little yeah. Peter Pan. He's a little Peter. He won't grow up. He Just doesn't want to wear a tie. No.
1: Okay. <laughs> and along the way, um, we do um, electronic voice phenomenon. We take our recorders and we set them up and we could walk out of a room. And a lot of times you can pick up recordings on here that we're not in the room, but there's someone speaking in that room. And for some reason, we might not hear with our ears. Sometimes we will, and those are usually the best. So tonight we're going to listen to a couple EVPs that we've gotten along the way in different places. Is is this all from Iron Island? Yeah. Okay, so we're going to listen to a couple from Iron Island.
0: I caught the best EVP I think I've ever caught one of the first couple of times we were here. So EVP's electronic voice phenomenon, no one really knows why it happens or how it happens. Um, it's something that is pretty common as far as evidence goes for ghost hunting. It's probably the most common thing. So if you've ever watched a ghost hunting show, they're like, oh yeah, we were in this room and we were asking these questions and all of a sudden we got an answer and nobody was there. What's going on? <laughs> That's mm-hmm. kind of what we're talking about. So. The crazy thing about this EVP is that um, I was sitting in the chapel room, uh, and I had a recorder down, and we were just having conversation, kind of just talking, and we didn't actually catch this voice at the time. But then when we went back and listened to it, you can definitely hear somebody else talking that is not one of us. So.
2: Which one are we talking about? Because there's a couple that let's do the
0: crazy one first, because I feel like that's probably.
1: Well, yeah. Are we just gonna let let it ride and then have them don't say what it is and see if they can figure out? Yeah. I mean, some Mm -hmm. of them, you know, there's different classes of EVPs. There's A's, there's B's, there's C's. A A obviously being the best one where, you know, sirens. Yeah. Um, A being the clearest that you almost pick up like, hey, what's going on? Or there might be ones that are kind of yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right. Jeff, what? (laughs) Um, Bs are a little less. Cs, you're like, you got to listen to it a little closer. And when you start getting into that range, that's when it starts getting funny because everyone has a different answer. Oh, no, it said go to the store or whatever. That's a siren in the background. I don't know if it's picking up. Yeah,
0: a little bit. All right. like a bad game of telephone sometimes Mm -hmm. with the EVPs.
1: Yeah, but we always shoot for uh, class A's because those are the best and when you ask a question and you get a response almost immediately we might not hear that as we ask the question but when we go back and review all of that that pops up and you say you know what year were you born in or you might get 40 so you you, you put that together um so getting them is rare i would say yes class mm-hmm. a's yeah yeah anything Anything, really, because as much as people say that they ghost hunt or they've heard things without any explanation, it's still not a lot in the big picture. I mean, we're probably at like maybe even 1% of that, so we're going to play a couple of those that we got here. Lots
0: of
2: sirens outside.
0: Is it a siren? I don't think it's a siren. No? Was it like a cat?
1: Well, this is an old neighborhood, quote unquote, so take it as you want.
0: And now that we're trying to listen for it, we don't hear it.
2: Yeah. It's no. an EVP. Um, I'm not going to listen back to it, but if anyone listens to this, they could let us know what it is and just isolate it out for us. Yeah, okay. that
1: would be helpful. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do the first one. Yeah. And then we'll let you guys listen and then see what you think's going on.
2: Hopefully we'll be able to hear it through this thing. Yeah. you want to answer
0: some questions I'm just curious so obviously the, the guy talking is not the EVP put that out there so this was in the chapel room and this was one of the people we were investigating with and he's just running a normal EVP session like we, we always do. We can play it again. Too. And then you'll hear, it's a whole sentence. A whisper, but I couldn't yep. hear what it
1: was in the beginning, I, heard, I thought it said crazy.
2: Do you want to answer some questions?
0: I'm just curious. So, it's a little bit difficult to hear from the speaker, but what the voice says is, my god, this man is crazy. That's, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I thought she said, "Oh
1: my god, you're crazy." Yeah.
0: So, it's kind of funny actually, and you know, ghosts have a sense of humor, I guess, because here he is talking to himself in the dark, asking yeah. questions, and that's what the recorder picked up. So, now that you know, we'll play it one more time. So it'll be probably a little bit easier for you guys to hear it.
1: Yeah, it's just hard because he talks again when it happens.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. Do you want to answer some questions? I'm just
1: curious. Oh, my shit.
0: (laughs) so what's really interesting about this evp2 is that you can hear the voice and you can hear like how far away it sounds from the recorder but then the other voice that comes in sounds very close to the recorder and that freaked me out when i first listened to it because the recorder was on my knee (laughs) (laughs) and i was like oh my god that's yeah You know, because even when you do this stuff, it still kind of catches you sometimes. But we didn't hear that because if we heard that when we were investigating, we would have been like, oh, my God, what the heck? (laughs) So, you know, we always tell everybody it's like it's really hard to think about all the legwork that goes into this, because if you are running a recorder for, you know, your average investigation is what, five, six hours. Mm -hmm. You have to go and listen to all five, six hours of that. And most of it is junk. And it's just like. And you Ugh, fall asleep listening, listening to, to the it. the same and you, thing. Yeah. And it's like you're just looking for that one possible snippet of something happening that you can't explain. So when we're investigating tonight, there's a couple of things with EVPs to think about. If we're running sessions or if anybody's got a recorder at any point, don't whisper. Because <laughs> it can very <laughs> easily be or mistaken. Just say, or
1: just say, that was me. Or yep. if your stomach rumbles or something like that. If you that, bump go,
0: into something.
3: Yeah, say, you oh, know. Oh, that's
1: me. That way we can mark it on there. Yep. And then we'll know. Any
3: kind of noise at all that could be detected just say, mm-hmm. that was me. Yeah. I'm always yeah. running
0: into
2: things.
3: We always call it marking
0: because, you know, you don't remember every single thing that happens. And sometimes you don't listen to the audio for a couple of days after the investigation. So... You know, it's very easy to be like, oh, that might be something because you didn't remember that somebody shifted around and
3: rustled papers right. or something happened. Mm-hmm. So, And it's hard to not whisper because when you're in a room, yeah, <laughs> yeah your yeah. instinct is to go, you're, Shh, you're,
1: Shh, I don't want to yeah, interrupt exactly. anything. Exactly.
3: Yeah. But no, just normal voice yep. talk. Yep. Otherwise, if you're whispering, we're going to think, oh, it oh, was somebody
0: yep and you can talk during evp sessions because i think it's like maria has a good point like you feel like you have to whisper because you don't want to interrupt things but i mean when we're running sessions like anybody can ask questions so it doesn't just have to be us anybody can ask whatever they want and it's really just you know use your normal voice talk in the same way you normally would if you're you're talking to anybody else we'll go through some questions to ask that are helpful There's, like, five questions that are pet peeves for ghost hunters. Mm -hmm. It drives us crazy when people ask them. So don't ask anything how it died. (laughs) Because that is, like, the most annoying thing. How did you die? Like, no one's going to want to answer that. Think about it. If you were, like, on the other side and you are trying to make contact with somebody, do you really want to answer that question? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to answer that question. So stay away from that one. Stay away from what is your name. (laughs) Because, how yeah. old are you? <laughs> um, what are the other ones that really kind of are like, oh, really?
1: Male, female.
0: Yeah, are you male or female? You know, try not to ask like yes, no questions because we're really looking for an actual response.
3: Be as creative as possible. Yeah. Because you really want like that crazy answer back, like, hey, what was your profession when you were alive or what was your favorite color? Yep.
1: And you tend, to find, you tend to find that, you know how we're sitting right or sitting around, if I probably put my recorder over there and we're just having normal conversations, a lot of times, uh, well, a pretty good percentage, I'd say like 60-40, if you're not asking a single question, just like, hey, you know, blah, 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 but if we just sit around and bullshit like we are now and I can have a recorder in there, they might answer what's going on in here. They like to talk like, like we all would in a group. And that we found um is pretty cool so we try to make it natural you know don't you can ask those single questions to get a feel for it but if we're going to have a conversation about ghost hunting or like you said allison said if you got a question and something pops into your head if you you see something or just ask it Mm -hmm. you know but try to also make it a yes or no type of uh, a scenario so it's a lot easier
0: see i don't like yes and no's well because I feel like we never get yes or no answers. We always get, like, weird responses true, to things that true. are, like, a little off the wall.
1: And just give a pause after. So if someone... <laughs> exactly. So if I ask a question, I'll most people will wait, like, 30 seconds. So there's at least a quiet spot on the EVP recording that they can to before someone else asks a question and you go from there
0: and there's so. really two kinds of spirits that you might run into tonight so there is what we call a residual haunt or a residual spirit which is not something that's really interacting with you. It's something that just is gonna happen over and over and over again, no matter whether people are here or not. So you might see a shadow that comes by. If you've ever heard stories about like the lady in white or you know the hitchhiker or things like that, it's like they just happen. There's not actual interaction happening. Um, but if you do get lucky, then what we really try to strive to have communication with is that in intelligent hunt so that's something that's aware of what you're doing so that evp that we played is a good example because even though it's not speaking directly to us it's aware of what's happening and it's commenting on what's going on around it which means it's present it's right. not just right. like a recording
1: rob are you still alive
2: was i ever <laughs>
1: well played my friend mm-hmm. all right so we're going to listen to another evp
2: you got two more Oh boy.
0: Which one are you gonna do? That one. This one. <laughs> um, Richard. Um, activation? Um, Richard.
2: I forget where that one was at first. Could you hear it? Yeah. Right at the start.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep so well, that's one of our investigators asking who they're trying to talk to but um, you hit it right right where it's like before anything even happens
2: and this one was weird I think this was the recording playing back and it was like responding to the recording uh, uh, activation Richard? Um, Richard? Yeah,
1: right at the beginning. Yeah. Sometimes they do that before. It, we've had it where they've answered the question before we even put it out there. So they're definitely in tune to what's going on in your mind and putting questions out there. So uh, that's those are usually the cool ones too, where they answer it and then you ask the question and you're like, God, I'm dumb. (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) What fun is this? You're answering everything before I even spill it out there, but that's the stuff we look for.
0: Right. We talk about how thoughts are things, right? Yep. So, you know, there's been a lot of um, experiments done. There's a really famous one called the Philip experiment. But when we used to come here years back, we used to do this where we would come and we would sit. It's basically it's called sit and vigil and but you're just sitting there and you're just kind of meditating on something everyone's thinking about the same thing and it's trying to make it so that you're making that thought into something physical so it's like can you manifest something if everybody's putting their collective energy together to do one thing so that is a phenomenon that has happened here um
2: yeah, I mean, we tried, we've tried. we been here so many times. We've tried a lot of really weird stuff. Yeah, um, <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. And,
2: and a lot of then. times,
1: true, and a lot of times when you come back to these places, if you're really getting into ghost hunting and doing it as long as we've done it, they get familiar with you. You know, um, kind of a quick story. I worked at Rolling Hills, if anyone knows, uh, out in Batavia for a while. I was a maintenance guy there, and... I was the only one there in this 54,000 square foot building and um, every morning I would go in there and I would say hello down the long hallways. Think of an old hospital wings, that's kind of what it looked like and as goofy as it sounded I was talking to thin air but I got smart about it and I started carrying a recorder and then it came to a point where I'd walk in like good morning and you hear hello from down the hallway. So it got familiar with me over a year and a half. And the experiences that happen when you're familiar with something, it, it, it just inter intermingles with you. Like if you know you're, you're in a house or apartment or wherever you're living, there's something going on that you know is happening, but you're not afraid of it. And you just kind of go with it and live with it. You make your own boundaries. It's aware that you're there. It knows what's going on. And you just kind of, you know, it's just think about, it's almost like a friendship that you can't see or a um, connection that you can't see but you know it's there and a lot of times you'll find ghost teams that want to go to one place for a long period of time and turn around and try to document everything that comes along the way and then we take the facts that we know about an old building or history and then we'll We'll see through EVPs and our experiences if any of this matches up, and we might find pieces that lead to another um, the thing that we didn't know about a building or a person that worked there. And all of a sudden, you have people coming out of the woodwork—real people—when they hear this stuff, saying, "Oh, this guy here used to work here." So, well, we got evidence that you know over here saying so, and that's how they a lot of these people in the ghost field put together you know, their background you go through, you go through the library, you uh, use whatever information you can about a building or a place. And then when you get in there with a ghost team, you start, you start attacking those in a sense and trying to figure out, you know, if you're getting any responses with it. And then you go from there and it's, it's really cool. I think if you're not afraid, I mean, but I think as you do it more, You learn to know what your boundaries are, and you get to understand it better. But it's definitely fun um, trying to put the history of places together and going back repeatedly. I won't say going back to ghost ships Mm -hmm. at the waterfront. I mean, there's places that are we've gone to so many times that it just gets really all right. There's nothing going on, and it's nothing against the place. We've just been there so many times. It's like, okay, we need a new experience. We need a new place to set up shop and say, hey, let's do this place for x amount of times. And you'd be really amazed what's out there if you just kind of open the mind a little bit. But
0: so, and I think it's a normal thing to be
3: afraid when you first start. Like
0: Maria, you were
3: pretty afraid when you oh first gosh, started. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you wouldn't go anywhere by yourself no
3: no i can't be in the front and i can't be in the back <laughs> yeah it's, but, it's we'll of, the back. but it's still kind of but it's still kind of like that you. too but i'm more comfortable with a lot of situations like before when i first came here i didn't want to go into the basement <laughs> i was scared to death in that basement but, but. you heard the stories Yes. I heard the stories. Yes. And that's why what made me scared to go into the basement. But now it's like, all right, let's go into the basement.
0: So what do you think changed it for you? Like,
3: I think the experience, like doing things over and over again. It's getting to know the places that you go to and kind of, oh, sorry, <laughs> kind of getting excited for those places, you know. But I think it's like the past experiences led me to that excitement. It's like, okay. What am I going to hear this time? <laughs> What's
0: going to happen this time? Kind of a thing. Yep, I said that's what we always talk about. That keeps us doing it is mm-hmm. because there's that chance that something's going to happen that you haven't had happen before. Exactly,
3: it's that excitement.
1: Don't get don't get us wrong. Not every place you go to, and if you watch any of these shows or just talk to anybody who goes hunting, it doesn't always happen. We could go here tonight and we're going to get jacked nothing, mm-hmm. but. A lot of times, and what you don't see on the shows because it's all TV and stuff, I don't want to get into that tirade, but um, they're hit and miss. There's nights that we sit around for six hours picking our asses going, okay, this is okay. So so anyway, Rob, what did we do today? Um, we go, oh, you got a new car. Great, super. So blah, 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 blah. And that turns into our night. And that's also part of you know ghost hunting, becoming a team and, and working close together with each other. You, you form this bond, mm-hmm. you know, and you form this trust that you have when you go into these buildings that the people you're with got your back and there's gonna be nights of us sitting around for six, seven, eight hours just in the cold, no water running, no bathrooms. So it can mm-hmm. suck, and I'm not gonna lie, it's...
3: But it's the experience and it's the people that you're with that makes it exciting. Yeah, it like definitely makes it fun. a couple road trips like, oh Ohio. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, those turn into drink. Um, those turn into nights um, <laughs> <laughs> where we just retire early and go get some It just food. turns
0: into Rob looking for graveyards in the middle of the night while, yeah. We, yeah. How it ends, while yeah. we try to keep him yeah. into, in a building somewhere.
3: It turns into yeah. an exciting story. Yeah. It's kind of a thing, like yeah. an exciting adventure. But you, know, I
0: th- you do have to trust the people that you're with, yeah. and I think that's a huge thing because you have to trust that if you think you're seeing something that – you the person that you're with is going to be honest with you about whether they're seeing it or they're not seeing it and i think that's the biggest part of it is that you need to rely on everybody else around you so that you know it lends credibility to what you're actually experiencing you know there's been plenty of times when we've been sitting somewhere and i'll see something and i'll be like did you guys see that and everybody else goes nope and it's like, okay, well, then it's just me. I'm the only one seeing this right now. Like chalk that up to whatever. That's not anything we would ever tell a client about then. It's not anything we're actually going to count on. But then there's been other times when we were at a particular house and Rob and I were sitting at the top of the stairs and I saw this black shadowy mass come up the staircase. And I turned around to Rob and I said, Did you, are you seeing this? And he looked right at me and Rob is like one of the biggest skeptics in our group and goes, yep, <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing it. I'm. I, it's right there. So, you know, that is like the awesomest kind of thing. Cause you're just like, yes, it's not just me. It's really happening. I'm not <laughs> <freezing>. <laughs>
1: There's, we, um, we did a particular uh, museum in the city and we did a couple weekends back to back, I believe. And what happened was, We walked in there. The place was closed down, obviously, and it's huge. We were running the whole night. We're in this room doing this. You hear all the noises and voices in the other room on the other side of the building. We run to that side. You know, you might capture some of it, and then we're, like, hearing it back over here. And then we are running everywhere. There's nights like that, and that's the nights I kind of, you know, you live for that because, let's face it, there is no true definition when it comes to we have proof of the other side all we have is hearsay and what people perceive and we have a general outline of what happens what what has happened to you several times okay well that's happened to me too that's happened to someone else so now we take all those experiences and we say okay well you've heard um whatever or you saw the good example uh sparkle the dust when you see dust, have you ever seen the dust? Mm -hmm. That's not a big, it's not really talked about a lot. You don't really hear about the experience, but a lot of times you can see dust or sparklies come down. So if I know you saw that and then say six months later, I'm out ghost hunting and sparkles happen. I'm like, oh, I know somebody who saw that. So now I have something to go with. Now I can say, you know what, here's something we have in common. Let's put it in, in some type of guide or outline. And that's how this whole ghost hunting thing is built up. So that general line of, you know what, I trust what you saw. Okay, well, this has happened before. And like you said, you could watch the shows and you you can just get a basic outline. EVPs, bumps, and, you know, things happening. Um, Another good one is how many people have walked into a room and your hair stood up? Or you've walked into a house or a building and you just got creeped out?
2: Mm (laughs) Mm-hmm.
1: Allison and I had an experience at a, a winery. We, we were in the main house, and there was all these different rooms, but there was a room, like a bookshelf room, or it was a giant living room or something. No, it wasn't that, it was a house. It was the house, that old house. We walked into this one room, we were kind of standing at the doorway, and all my hair stood up. You didn't really say anything, did you? I, I, I said, my hair is standing up, and Allison didn't say anything. And what ended up happening was she had the same feeling happening right at the same time as we stood at this doorway. And right there, that verifies a little bit of what your partner is feeling or you can say, yeah, it happened. But she, she had the smarts to go and say nothing. So when I stood at that door and my hair was standing up, I was like, you know, you feel that? And eventually you said, yeah, you're you spot on. So there's things like that when you go ghost hunting that you can say all right, we're on the right page. But for the most part, um, yeah, no, it doesn't happen that way. <laughs> it might sound like a lot of experiences, but you have to do a lot of hours in ghost hunting to really get it and get something and be open. But some people might not be able to do that. Some people are natural blocks. You yeah, walk into coolers. the room. see coolers. if there's any
0: coolers here tonight. Yeah. Yep.
3: We're not no, looking no. at anyone in particular. Sometimes you don't even know you are. <laughs> yeah.
0: No. No.
1: So... The whole experience. Oh, we still got another EVP, right? We we
0: got one more. One more. We got one more? All right, let's do that and then, you
1: know, we'll see where this goes and maybe we get some ghost hunting up in this place. (laughs) the language. No, I
0: wasn't.
2: Yeah.
0: Wow, yeah. I wasn't going
1: to say anything nasty, really.
0: (laughs) Uh I'm going to put a flashlight on the floor away from the altar. And you're more than welcome to turn it on if you'd like. Kath, don't let me forget that I put this here.
2: Did Kath let you forget that you put that there? No. Oh, for, <laughs> no. Okay. I heard the click. There's
1: like stuff in the background. Sounds like
0: music. I'm going to put a flashlight on the floor away from the altar. And you're more than welcome to turn it on if you'd like. Kath, don't let me forget that I put this
1: here. Wasn't there someone talking before that? So I told
0: you that there's a kid here, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's listen to it again. I'm going to put a flashlight on the floor away from the altar. And you're more than welcome to turn it on if you'd like. Kath, don't let me forget that I put this here. Yeah, so you hear me talking and I'm just having a conversation and what you hear in the background is a little kid. When I, when I say, I'm going to put this here and, you know, you can talk it into it if you want. You hear him in the background go, no,
3: it sounds like something's before that. Too.
1: That's what I was thinking. Too. Yeah. But it I think
0: like, it sounds like someone's like
1: talking like in the background himself, or yeah. like, like it could have been someone in another room. Yeah. One you'll thing, hear,
0: you'll... you'll hear a lot of that. Yeah. Like we'll do, um, real time EVPs tonight. So you can actually listen through the headphones as we're recording and you can hear, you'll hear everything. So you'll hear people moving, you'll hear mm-hmm. people walking, you know. So a lot of that is just you get used to what that sounds like. So when you're reviewing audio and you've been doing it for a while, it's like you kind of just tune out the stuff that you know is probably explainable. But that voice is definitely yeah. not one of us. Yeah. And it sounds like it's coming from further away. Yeah. Like it's not right in that same room we're in. And it's a direct response to something that's being said so
1: and if you split the other place some places like this place is it's it's good for we got a pretty small group so we can do a lot but when you get into bigger groups we usually split so if you go above the altar and go in the altar room and then you go down into the basement a lot of times you're picking up the basement what what's going on in the basement so Mm. you have to mark that on the audio especially in a place like this because it's it's big but yet it's old so it travels so that's one of the things but i think we're probably going to stick together tonight right just for all intents and purposes maybe put a couple people in a corner by themselves and
2: they Mm. could be ghost bait we
3: ghost bait yeah like another room see that's somebody in the altar that's fun for us there's a dark corner
2: in the basement i stay there
0: Amazing. Well, because you have, you know, it's good when you have that kind of energy because usually, yeah, I mean, it's like we always tell people to try to be happy and upbeat and in a good mood because that's a lot more positive and attracts more than somebody who's like sulking and doesn't really want to be there. But one of the biggest emotions is fear, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're scared, that works to all of our advantage. So mm-hmm. we'll just put you in the middle of the room. <laughs> yep. So you're our and we'll just an arrow <laughs> <laughs> what happens no we're, we're totally messing with you right now well we we're have a bunch of new
1: spirits here tonight so it's it's gonna be new for us too so we're gonna we're gonna be trying to trip over into a new type of understanding because it's not the same old spirits if we went by the dowsing rod uh, dowsing rods so for us it'll be new also and we're just gonna have to see what happens with it. You know, and they might not come out just because they are new and we're not familiar to them because we haven't been here in a long time.
0: So do you guys have any questions? Anything you want to know before we get started?
1: Anything, it don't matter.
0: Okay, so we're going to use EVPs tonight. We'll use our video, rec- our audio recorders. We'll do a Hack Shack session.
3: A what, what? You want to oh, explain a hack?
1: Yeah.
0: sure. So- oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> no, not a hacky sack. Nice. you bring um, it on, if you got to go. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, you could use that. I, don't, yes. I mean, it might help. I don't know. But really, um, a hack shack is, it's called that because its it used to be a radio from Radio Shack.
3: Um,
0: this is an actual hack shack from Radio Shack. So what we do is we go in and there's a pin that gets pulled inside of this so that it just cycles through stations, it doesn't actually stop. So it
1: stays in a scan mode all the time.
0: Yep. And we can use it to ask questions in a lot of the same ways we use EVPs. Mm -hmm. Um, But the idea behind this is that spirits can kind of interact with it and they can answer through the frequency of the radio. So we'll get full sentences sometimes. Like Cheryl. Oh, that one was hysterical. Yeah. So there's probably the best hack shack. Well, there's probably two. One of them was at the museum that Jeff was talking about earlier. Um, one of the other members of our group was using the hack, and she just basically said, you know, is there anybody that wants to talk? And a voice came through and said, um, there's nobody here right now. (laughs) (laughs) And that's crazy because you have to think that it's cycling. What? How often?
2: It's really, it's very, you could hear the clicking. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So to get a sentence that goes all the way through Mm -hmm. like that is not, you're not picking anything else up. Like there's no way it's just like a word here, word here, word here. Um, And then another really good example is we were at a library and we were using the hack and what did it say
2: well we were asking some of our favorite trigger word questions <laughs> to get like specific very specific answers and we asked uh, if it could name someone in the room mm-hmm. and it said robert and then everybody freaked out <laughs> but what we didn't hear at the time and we caught on the recording afterward is that it wasn't finished it said you have no business in being here
0: oh. So at first, like that could be very ominous, right? Like, oh my god, this beer's mad. But really, we were in a library that was closed. We really did have no business being there at that point. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning. So mm-hmm. you know, it's all about context sometimes. You know, People hear things, and they automatically think, like, oh, it's negative, it's a bad thing. Like, that's not always the case at all. Um, for, for us, I, I mean, how many of us have ever been hurt by a ghost?
1: Um, hurt by a ghost? No. I've had one follow me home.
0: None of us. I mean, that's oh. kind of the statistical the thing is that it really doesn't happen. Um, if it does happen, it's usually because somebody is really trying to provoke something to happen. You know, it's not typical that something's going to come up and push you or, you know, do anything that could be considered dangerous. Um, unless you're kind of acting like a jerk. <laughs> and we have seen that, especially at public hunts, where yep. there's always one person. There's always who, yep, one of them. Yep. The macho person in the group that's like, come on oh, out, you idiot. Gosh, the D-bag. <laughs> I'm not afraid of you. Do something. Yeah. So before you know it, something. And that has actually happened here. So the basement area here, um, I've never had anything negative happen there. You will feel sometimes almost like an oppressive feeling. It gets heavy. It does. It gets like a little hard to breathe. Yeah. And you kind of need to just take a step back. Like the energy can get really heavy, but there was, um, a group here that was investigating and it wasn't a night that we were here. And I think it was the husband was in the basement and he was, you know, saying a bunch of crap and something scratched him. So that's the only thing I've ever heard about anything like that happening here. But that clearly was his fault. Not but, yeah. <laughs> he was asking for it, and that's that's the thing. I mean, don't do that unless you want something to happen, and most people don't, so they
1: don't. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> I like when stuff happens, though.
0: Yeah, but you're not a jerk about it, right? I, I try to push difference. it
1: in a nice way, and you know what? I'm not saying that you can't be touched, you can't walk through a quote unquote spider web effect where.
0: I'm sorry, I'm just watching the K2s go up and down. Oh, yeah, we got she the K2s. Talking K2 about going. things. What does K2 um,
1: mean? All right, well, throw they're, them out there.
0: So these are K2 meters, um, and they basically are just reading the energy that's around. So you can use these in a couple different ways. You can use it to find hot spots in a place, you can use it to communicate. Um, sometimes it will kind of give us like some idea of whether or not something's around um but they've been consistent i've had them both here at the same time because i'm just kind of watching to see if they're both going up and down at the same time and they are so that's good so they're calibrated correctly this one just has a quarter in it because it's old (laughs) that's a newer model that uh, it just you click it it's a newer model um you just click that one on and off this one you have to put the quarter in there so that it stays
1: that's going off right now yeah. yeah
0: so that it stays so we'll use these throughout the night too we can ask questions back and forth if um there's anything that wants to kind of communicate so it's just another tool to use so we'll use the k2s we'll use the hack we'll use audio recorders we'll not table tip tonight Um, That's what you said in the
3: basement. I didn't know what you. That's what I said. What? And you were like, "Oh, I need a Xanax." And I'm like, "No, I heard what you said." (laughs)
1: You'll definitely see ghosts with a Xanax.
0: Yeah.
3: (laughs) You will be
1: that relaxed, (laughs) right?
0: Be like, "Oh, what's that over there?" I don't really know. I don't care. Again,
1: all these tools we use are just because we've learned through the years and experience (laughs) that that that's what they are. Yeah. So you know, it's not it's not saying that's definitely a ghost, but we can definitely rule out things in the physical world to say, all right, it's not any of this, it's not electrical work, it's not fuse boxes, anything like that, and we can kind of, like I said, it's just a loose guide. I don't know how else to explain that.
0: So table tipping is sort of like the same concept as the dowsing rods. What? (laughs) Stop it. Satan. (laughs) Some of us in the group are more metaphysical than others. So there's different techniques that we use. And table tipping is a Victorian technique. Um, it basically came about from the Fox sisters. So if any of you have ever heard of Lilydale mm-hmm. and the Fox sisters, um, the story is that they um, had started to communicate using tappings and wrappings with a spirit in their cottage. And that kind of evolved into full-out physical um, you know, shows about spiritualism Mm -hmm. where they would, you know, basically have things manifest. So table tipping, um, came about probably, I don't know, maybe early 1800s first, but it was used at Lilydale. They still do it at Lilydale and it's, you sit at a table, everybody puts their hands on the table. There's one person who kind of runs and opens the session. And the idea is that the spirits are kind of using their energy through you. And the table will move and rock and bounce and give you answers and things like that. So.
1: Now, y'all can sit here and say it's probably BS. (laughs) But uh, until you do it and you're on a table, you you will not understand it until you do it. Mm -hmm. And, again, it's okay to be skeptical with that because I was at a place with these guys and they let me sit down on a table after I watched them do, like, Three other people with it, and I'm calling bullshit all the way, all the way until I got to the table, sat down with three of the team members, and I jumped in, and this table—it was a card table—it went all over this room and it went in circles, and the person running the table is asking the questions, you know, trying to trying to get information and i followed pattern i got off of that table when it was all done we closed the table i went and sat back down and i tried in my mind to take it apart just step by step well okay so allison's on one side one of the members is on the other side they're in contact with each other somehow they're moving it with their fingers they're they're directing the patterns they're doing this that's not the case because when you put your hands on the table you can't put it down to push you know Heavy, so if you do that, the table's not gonna move. So then if your hands are too light on the table, how are you gonna get the table to move from here, say 25 feet to the other side of the room? So I sat there and tried to pick that thing apart and I could not do it and then I went back up there again and it did it again and from that point on, I actually became a believer in using that type of medium to to, to communicate because it is a really cool experience when you have that table moving and you're getting questions and you're asking and thats I think that's, like, one of the things we live for when we get a chance to do it.
0: I think Rob tried to videotape and pick apart the first 10 sessions yeah. that we mm-hmm. ran with the table. Weren't you, like, recording yeah. it from all different angles? Yeah,
1: I'd like, above the table, under the table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, but we've had tables where they're rocking. Like, the legs are coming off the, the ground. I'm like, how is this happening?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, where a four-legged table stands on one leg. Yeah. And everybody's got fingertips on it? Yep.
1: Like this. Yeah. We're down to one fingertip, and the energy is just flowing at, at yeah. that table. It's
0: a really cool phenomenon if you yes. have the right energy to be able to do it. There's
1: whatever. videos out there too um, yeah. to watch just yeah. to get an idea, but you could probably look at that video and be like, everybody else, whatever. It's yeah. crap.
3: Sometimes the table it. is spinning so fast you can't that keep up. you can barely keep up with it. It's it's quite exhausting in the end. Yeah, you get yeah, off. If, yeah, if hard. your
1: cardio sucks, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> We've had people fall because they've tripped moving, and it, it's it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Now I'm all excited. Let's go do it. <laughs> <We feel like laughs> obviously, oh, we you know, know a battery tonight. <laughs> uh, was it you and I, Rob, or were you and I, Allison? We were in another place, a private place, and we went into a room off to the side and there's a huge wood table, kind of like this, but it was round. And we sat down at the mm-hmm. table and we just put our, the two of us just put our hands on it. And you could feel that table doing the, the whole jerky motion already. So the energy level was there, but I don't think we table tipped in there. But it was definitely, it was definitely happening. We so.
0: tried a
3: few tables to table tip places. Yeah, one the summer was like the like table tipping so tour. But you can feel the energy yeah. in the table and it wants to move, but...
1: Well, and yeah. there's places you walk into, like I said, if you feel off, you get that feeling like, uh, that's energy popping. And mm-hmm. like, you could probably have walked in here tonight and been like, mm-hmm. ooh, what's going on? You know? And I told Allison just a little, and Rob both, while we got here a little earlier, I was thinking about this place the other day, and just because we've been here so many times, it's like, okay, so what do I want to investigate? Where do I want to go? And... I had the, what room is it? Oh, the war room? Not the war room.
3: Military, Military
1: room. Military room. It has the four chairs, the red chairs, I believe, and then there's the far room. Mm-hmm. That came to my head the other day when I was thinking about it. I said, oh, look at that. So I walked up here earlier by myself, and all my hair stood up as I was getting to that doorway. Now, I've been in this place enough times to know that if there's something going on, and you feel the energy, and you kind of open up to it, you can go with it. So when, as soon as I walked there and I, and I told these guys, I said, that's what I was thinking about the other day. I said, what room do I want to really concentrate on? So, you know, it, it's all how you take it in.
0: So things just to be aware of. Don't go anywhere by yourself. Buddy okay? system. Yep, use the buddy system. Mm-hmm. And that's not only for your safety. It's also because if you do experience something, you want somebody else there to be able to say yes, no, you know, kind of a thing. So just don't go anywhere by yourself. Okay. If you start to feel uncomfortable at any point
1: stick with it because we want to (laughs) record it
0: oh oh that's our other show never mind unless it's jeff jeff will stick with it oh yeah Uh, but don't feel um like embarrassed or scared to say something like if if you start to get uncomfortable say something because something is then physically happening and we don't want anybody to get to a point where they get too worked up about anything um you know like we always say that if there is a spirit that's kind of i'm watching the k2 meter as i'm talking about this um mm-hmm. if there is something all right i get it there's okay. nothing here yep i know <laughs> if um <laughs> it's the because you already know what I'm going to say. There's a kink in the armor. So that's the whole thing about it, is that if there is something that wants to mess with somebody, they will look for the person who is the weakest link. So don't be that person. Um. <laughs> what was that look for?
1: <laughs> you just whipped your head around. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, if you start to feel like you're uncomfortable for any reason, just say that. It's okay to step out of a room. It's okay to go outside and get some fresh air. All of those things are perfectly normal, and, and, and it's okay. Like, no one's going to think any less of you. No one's going to be like, oh, she couldn't hang or he couldn't deal with it. It, um, don't, it. We don't want you to feel like that. So if you start to get anxious, just tell one of us, and we will help you through it.
1: But if you do have a question, and this was one of my, my things when I started, if you feel goofy because you're asking a question into thin air, and you're like, oh, uh, people are listening to me or something, like, don't. Don't worry about it because we've all gone through where you just ask the questions and you're, is there anyone here? <laughs> oh my God, they're listening to me, meaning us, like everybody in the room. Just don't worry about it. I mean, just ask a question like you normally would and, you know, no one's going to laugh or take it apart because you're obviously thinking of something that you want to get out there. So right.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, what um, do you think, guys? And just put your boundaries in place. So if boundaries. you don't want to be touched, if you don't want to have any interaction, just put that out there. There? Um, yeah, and just make it known. So it's all about your intention. You know, if you don't feel comfortable, just say that. You put that boundary in, and that boundary will be respected. So, um, you know, it's just it's about your level of comfort. I mean, I think the biggest thing is to just try to be open um, and just kind of know that if there is anything here that wants to interact, it was once... On this side of everything, too. So it's not, you know, cloven foot. <laughs> <pretty sure>. Horned. <laughs> oh, winged. Winged. <laughs> Anything like that. It's like Uncle Jerry, <laughs> who's just, you know, bored. Uncle Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What do you think? Use the restroom before we all start again. <laughs> I think we're good. So right? where can no. everybody mm-hmm. reach us at parababel We can't.
1: Okay. So don't reach out to us. We're not on iTunes, Stitcher. Where are we at? Spotify. Spotify now. Yep, mm-hmm. we've been cleared to be on Spotify, which is kind of cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Just reach out. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter-ish. Not really. Yeah, I haven't been on Twitter in a while with that. But yeah.
0: At Parababble.
1: At Parababble. Yep, everywhere. Everything at Parababble.
0: Everywhere. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: So once again, we thank you for listening.
2: Well, maybe I'll throw some investigation stuff on this team, so well I was it's gonna say thing. we
1: could probably add yeah. you know like an update.
0: Oh, yeah. you're suddenly gonna hang out for a little while? For like ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the rods don't lie, Rob. That's
1: our sound guy for you. Yeah, I gotta go to bed at Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, this is Jeff from Parabattle.
3: Yep, we're, okay. we're out.
1: We're out-y. off to the investigation.